0: positive reinforcement is actually how habits are created. No one gets anywhere being shamed. You cannot shame yourself to hit your goals. Welcome to the be it till you see it podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world. And the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Beat Till You See It interview recap by my co-host in life. Brad and I are going to dig into the motivational convo I had with Tamika Robinson in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that episode, feel free to pause us now. Go back, listen to that one. You're going to hear Tamika and I giggle a lot, especially if you listen on 2x like Brad does, then it sounds like chipmunks. Um, But it's a lot of fun. It's quite motivational. I loved it. It was really great. And then you can come back and listen to this or you can listen to us now and then decide if I want to listen to that. Whatever you want to do is totally fine. I just want to like highlight for a moment that this is the first time ever I have not tripped up on the intro of the recap. And we should just take a moment because it's what 200 episode 290. So <laughs> 145 times of trying. Here we are celebrating. So also did not interrupt you. So yeah, you didn't interrupt me and I didn't fuck up. And um, you gotta celebrate when you do things so your dopamine kick happens and this is now a habit. Woo woo! Uh, okay, so today is November sixteenth. Um it's use less stuff day. That that's so crazy. I think that my FYF for tomorrow is about how I cleared out my closet i didn't even know that so great um so uh the day was created to spread awareness around the clutter of unnecessary things in our homes especially during the busiest shopping months of the year it encourages people to adopt a minimalist lifestyle where only the essentials are bought or kept um keep that in mind as we talk about black friday cyber monday most everything that we're about to talk about is digital so not going to take up any space. (laughs) but um i agree i do think that like We'd probably have a lot of things, so maybe pick a room. One of the things that Brad and I do around the New Year, um, which we're going to do this time around Thanksgiving, is because we're never home on the New Years anymore. So I picked a new holiday. So on Thanksgiving uh, weekend, we uh, we go through room by room, like clean out a closet, clean out a drawer, and just like get rid of stuff. You're like, I. What is this? It's taking up space. and It was a
1: hell of a lot easier when we lived in an apartment.
0: Yes. Now we don't, but now we have a whole weekend to do it, Brad, because we have Black Friday through Cyber Monday. That's true. That's true. And also, even if you just start with one room and you just do the one room and you go, okay, I have not used this in so many years. Like, do you really need it? Give it away to someone. Give it to someone. You can sell things on Facebook Marketplace. You can make some money. So you can actually get paid. Yes, you can. Then what's going on? So... Next month is December. So we'll be on tour for our winter tour and we've got tons of cities and lots of opportunity. Bring your friends, bring your family. There's classes that anyone can attend. And then there's workshops that, um, I design them so that whether you're a teacher or a client, you can enjoy them. But um, there are CECs if you are a teacher. So go to opc.me tour to see what cities we're going to be in. Look, we're driving 7,000 miles. You can drive two hours. I'm just saying. 100%. You can be part of If you are like, oh my God, it's a holiday as a family. I bet you they. Dri- I bet you need a break. <laughs> or you can bring them
1: and yeah, let can me them. entertain
0: them so opc.me tour you're going to want to be there next week is the holiday. yeah
1: it's a crazy tour we're going to be hitting something like 20 plus locations yeah on this yeah tour.
0: i want to light i want to light in the van that's like you are in denver and I'm like hello denver <laughs> what's up like i <laughs> Then I want to say, like, okay, Leslie, you are now in here. Okay, I'm in Austin. Okay, like I need, I need a flashing light. Anyways, um, but let's get back to today. Uh, next week is the official Black Friday Cyber Monday situation. So I know your inbox is full of people who celebrated all month long. But here at um, our household, we really like nostalgia. And so the earliest we kick things off is next Wednesday, um, the day before Thanksgiving. There are lots of opportunities for you to save on Matt flashcards on polite workshops on business workshops um,
1: and my special upcoming live webinar
0: yes
1: we're going to be doing uh, we're going to be selling tickets for that over BFCM as well
0: and we might as well go into what that webinar is
1: what your website needs You uh, all
0: the websites are not going anywhere I don't care how important social media seems to be in your life and no matter what your be it till you see it is I bet you need a website so I'll this- be
1: catering specifically towards Pilates instructors. Yeah, but if you're Uh, in the
0: service-based business, you can... If you're
1: yoga or anything like that, uh, that's super good. You you know, it'll be super applicable for you too. And I'm going to be really digging into things like, um, let's say you actually have no interest in doing the website yourself. By the end of the uh, webinar, you should be able to have a comprehensive, uh, you know, conversation with your web designer, web developer person so that, you know... You don't feel like they're talking over your head
0: and also you want to be able to know like you don't need them to sell you things you don't need so when you know what your website needs you can be really clear like this is what i want how much is this and that way you can really price compare and you can find if someone's not listening to you be like oh like you're gonna have a lot more confidence in those conversations so super huge you're gonna want to make sure if you're in the service-based industry you're gonna want to make sure you're watching for our profitable emails um because the best deal is going to be around the black friday cyber monday so we um have discounts on opc and nonprofit Pilates. So you'll have to go to the website specifically to grab all of those yeah. There's options if you're not an OPC member, but you've always wanted to try it out. There's a deal for that. I mean, we are doing all the things. Most of them are digital, so you can still clean out your house and be clutter free and get these things, but you're gonna want my flashcards just saying anyways. Okay. So that is all the updates for us. Before we get into the episode with Tamika, do we have an audience question?
1: Hey, we sure do. What a coincidence uh,
0: this (laughs) week. Um, I just got this question today on Instagram.
1: What microphones do you use to record your Pilates workouts?
0: Yes. So, okay. um, In all honesty, I don't know. But Brad probably does. Uh, What we do... We we,
1: use whatever Nate tells us to use.
0: Yes. So Nate is the most incredible, most amazing salesperson um, at Sweetwater Sound. And you guys, uh, Sweetwater is like one of the coolest companies because they're like, they're kicking ass when it comes to selling uh, microphones in all the spaces. They're just like, they sell more than microphones. They it's, have-
1: it's uh basically that like in the 90s and early 2000s, they were competing with Guitar Center, which was brick and mortar, and they were a mail order catalog only. And then they went online. And then now they actually give Amazon a run for their money for oh, yeah. music distribution and or they- for music um gear Gear. distribution.
0: And they have warehouses now in different places, which is a huge new thing for them. They used to only be in Fort Wayne. And so they can get you stuff so quickly. So Nate is our guy. And so here's how you can find out all the information on anything that we use to record for our uh, YouTube videos and our on-demand workouts. You go to profitappliescom slash live stream. Brad made a fancy guide. And it has literally all the things you need to level up your live stream, you it's free. It's a free guide. Just go to propwise.com slash live stream. Yeah.
1: And if the uh, gear changes over time, so, you know, it, there's a there's direct connection to Nate right in the, on that mm-hmm. guide. Tell him, so him what you're doing. You and just, he'll tell
0: you what you should get.
1: Just reach out to him. Just email him and, and tell him that you came from us. Tell him what you're looking for and yep. he'll help help you out.
0: He did our podcast mics. He does, he helps us with our plies mics. He even speaking. does lighting. Oh, yeah. And so. speaking of plies mics, we have to uh, get a new cord because we're at a year and, yeah. These cords, just so you know, everyone, they're not made for filming Pilates. They're made for maybe filming a spin class.
1: They're not made for rolling around on the microphone cord. No.
0: Correct. And so <laughs> basically like my cord lasts a year. That's all. That's pretty much all it is. And it's annoying and it's frustrating. And yes, it's, it costs money. Guess what? It costs money to make money. I don't, I, I'm i not going to sugarcoat it for you. It fucking costs money. <laughs> So Don't worry. Yeah. The,
1: the cord's not that bad. It's like a hundred bucks. No, the cord, it's like seven.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well it's been but yeah, but like when you invest the first time for the microphone, yeah, it's like a hundred bucks. The microphone
1: is more yeah. expensive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The cord but is fine.
0: Anyway, so profitability.com slash livestream. You guys send your questions in. We answer questions ranging all hosts of things. Um so send them into the Be It Pod so we can answer your questions on the next episode.
1: Okay, now let's talk about Tamika Robinson, founder of JarFit. Tamika shares her journey as a personal trainer, focusing on aiding women to achieve their body goals. She's committed to empowering her clients, celebrating their small wins and fostering self-belief through each step of their fitness journey. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you've gone to her website to see pictures of her competition
0: oh my God. body,
1: uh, but she's amazingly impressive uh when it comes to uh, she competes uh and i think she's won titles and stuff so it's amazing to see um you know someone I, who can i who find can do that
0: it, uh, that is the her husband
1: world. i believe also competes because he's massive
0: i know but you know like that that means that parts of the year they only have rice and salmon and uh, like that's a whole world of life we didn't really dive into comp- competitions just because um, I wanted to be something. Oh, on you the could, combo. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's you hardly talked about. Cause it. Because I wanted to be like what you can be till you see it, and I really like. So we had on James Patrick a while back, and he hosts photographer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he hosts an amazing event every year about getting like booked um, for gigs. Hello, August. Hi, August. Um, And getting booked for gigs. And um, uh, we are one of the media outlets that they can get booked on. And he has been on the show, so he knows what we're looking for. And out of the like 500 people, he's like, here are the best people I think you'd like. So take a look at all 500, but I think you would love these. And I did look through about 100, but I looked at the five that he sent me. And Tamika just like... I really, so what came through on her stuff is very much this, like she said, if you get better 1% every day, that at the end of the year, that's 365%. Now, I'm sure there's a mathematician who is actually gonna say, well, actually, if you start off at 100%, It does
1: compound, but it's uh, uh, still- So it's
0: even more amazing. It's even more more amazing. And I loved it because it made me think of Alan Stein Jr. about how he's always like, did I get 1% closer to my goal today? And so I think like, especially because the women who listen to this podcast hi i see you my type a perfectionist um we tend to think it's all or nothing if i didn't improve a hundred percent i did nothing today and it's like actually what if you just did fucking one thing Just one thing today that got you closer to your goal at the end of the year it's 365 fucking things you probably are going to surpass that goal you know and so but we make it up so hard so um she uh she does this a little bit more specifically we got into like how with her weight training and like helping people. But I want to like more importantly, I want to talk about how she like uses positive reinforcement to motivate her clients. You guys positive reinforcement is actually how habits are created. No one gets anywhere being shamed. You cannot shame yourself to hit your goals. Period, end of story. You might be able to shame yourself to get out of the fucking bed a couple times a week or maybe get to the whatever the place, but like you cannot shame yourself to achieving anything because it doesn't work. It's the same thing as like motivation. Like if you're waiting to be motivated, like that's gonna come on. You I was motivated at 4 a.m. this morning. That is not a consistent thing. It's just because we got home and we're still working on getting up at 5 a.m. But I was like motivated and ready to go. Uh that's you know, you can't just wait on motivation. It's gonna come up at the worst times, right? And she also talked about like how she really encourages her clients to journal and uh, sp- on their experiences and reflections. And I think this is really great. We listened to a guy on his podcast and he writes everything down. He must write his every day down because he, remember, he has these stories. He's like, on this day, 23 years ago, yeah, this it's, thing it's, happened to it's me. And I'm impressive. like- what the fuck is he reading his journal like how does he know what happened on this day to himself in 47 years like what is happening
1: well but, yeah like, obviously has it all cataloged too so he could flip through yeah and like immediately if, reference like I, this day on all of these years previous I mean
0: and I know. what if we just did that for the recaps instead of like going it's uh, this day in the world right now we're like okay on this day 27 years ago in my life in my life I went on my first date <laughs> No, but like if you can take whether you want to journal in the morning or in the evening, find a time to like talk, like write down your experiences from the day. Write down three things that happened to you and then reflect on like, how did you like that? What was your favorite part about that? Because those kinds of things help you really understand yourself. I would Brad and I were in a coaching session today with our coach, and I was like, oh, I journaled today. And I became extremely aware of like how I've been holding myself back this year. And it's not like in a negative way. It's like, Oh, aha moment. Whoa. Like these things are really important. So I love that she does that. And then she, um, really encourages them to acknowledge their own progress. Um, so they can feel good about their achievements. So just, I think like, more coaches like her affecting more women out in the world. She does it through weight training, but like, my goodness, you guys don't, you don't have to weight train with her to get this. You can actually like take these things and like apply them to your life the way you do them.
1: Yeah, totally. And uh, well, she said a bunch of things that I also dug. Uh, One, I thought it was really fun that she mentioned um, she and her partner both share a similar uh, personal goals. And so that's why they started working together. Um, And that was fun um, because that's how life is for us. And it made me think about that. But uh, I really loved when she was talking about like her transition into becoming a coach,
0: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: becoming a um, trainer, actually. And uh, so she said, if you're planning on starting your side hustle or leaving your full-time job, you must know what it is that you need to make so that you can enjoy. I knew you'd love this. Yeah. So you can like enjoy being, you know, in your new role. And because she, it was really interesting to listen to her talk about like the idea of being a trainer and that being her profession, right? Cause she comes from like, she went and got a criminal justice background degree, I know. like master's degree. I she know. was like trying to work for the FBI. I know. Like three times she applied and, and wasn't getting into the FBI. And I mean, then, like, they're
0: fucking lost cause she's amazing. Yeah. But also like, she's so sweet. I feel like the FBI would like was, just like yeah, yeah. just, like squeeze you. Yeah.
1: But she, you know, so she had this preconceived notion of like, who am I, what am I supposed to do with my life? And then she just enjoyed the training and then started, you know, she got certified and then started training people. And, but I still think even she mentioned that even after she started taking clients, she still wasn't like convinced herself that this is her job, her profession, Mm -hmm. right? And it took a long time. For her to settle in and actually di- really lean into it, um, and you know, so I think when she was first starting out, she was a little unsettled. Like I'm not, you know, making my insurance, or I'm not making my my you know the money that I think I should be making, or whatever. And so she then reflects on that and t- teaches her cl- clients mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, know what you need to make uh, before you quit. And she said also what I thought was really nice is that it was messy. That was a messy process. I thought that was really cool that she was so transparent. You know, it didn't happen overnight. She didn't like immediately start making her goal income right away, all the things. In fact, she, um, she started writing herself a check for 10 grand um, uh, every single month. Even if she wasn't able to cash that check, she began to visualize this concept of like, this is the amount of money that I know that I w- want to make. I'm gonna write myself this check until I can cash this. I'm check. obsessed
0: with this in so many reasons. Yeah. reasons. One of the reasons is a, too often people who work for themselves don't pay themselves an actual paycheck. They just, like take from the bank account like, right. They don't actually get the same paycheck every month, right? And the other reason I love it is like she's practicing writing down ten thousand dollars paid to Tamika. like, the the reality. I think is, she
1: started talking about mock, um, Monopoly money though, because she was like, "I don't have a checkbook."
0: <laughs> yeah, but also okay, yes, but but also like seeing that or this is something I talk to like people who are like, "That's too much money to charge." It's like say it out loud all the time, so it doesn't sound foreign. It's like you the those these things can be, become a little esoteric, or if you d- only think about them in your head, but if you actually like write the check, like we've had to, like when we well, got yeah, when we bought this house, like
1: it doesn't feel uh, real, like right. it's. Um, you know it's like telling yourself good job but you don't you know
0: yeah yeah it yeah. doesn't so, really benefit you i think like the best thing you can do is like write yourself the check even if you don't cash it or you know grab monopoly money, yeah that's you fine. gotta associate or, it with
1: an action like cele, like doing celebration is more than you know yes you inside your head saying no it has to i be. did it you have to talk it out loud you have to like actually do something
0: and say, say these prices and these goals out loud, because $10,000 might seem like a lot. If you're like me and you came from no money. Oh my fucking God. Like, right. holy fuck. That's a lot of money. But if you start to say it out loud and you talk about these numbers with your friends and things like, I think it's so important for me to talk about how much money they make and not in like a boastful way. This is not like an arrogant way. This is a we have to start seeing these numbers as normal. It is normal to make $10,000 a month. Yeah. It should be normal. And I know that like if you're like, "Oh my god, Leslie, I barely make $2,000 a month." Like I'm like so poor. Yeah, but talk like talk these numbers out so that ten thousand doesn't seem so far away. It seems one, you earn it, you deserve it, you deserve more than that, you're worthy of that. Yeah. And two, when you say your prices, it's not about your budget, right? It's about what you're worth of the effects that you make, that your talent has on these people's the, lives, the impact
1: that you're having.
0: The in, you're not charging yeah. for the fifty-five minutes; you're charging for the impact it's having. And so, um, Danny J, we gotta have Danny J and Jill on the pod. We should yeah. just do that. Yeah, we so, should just do that. Okay. <laughs> If you're listening, ladies, <laughs> I'll just text them after this. Um, but uh, Danny J had uh, us like take what we charge and double it and go around and say, how much does it cost to work with you? And I'm like, OK, so I took the OPC most expensive membership. And I said, OK, it costs $1,400 a year to take. Um, and I said, how many classes that, that membership includes? What's like six times 12 is?
1: 104 classes with yeah. the most expensive right. one, I think. OK, so 152. OK, 152. 152 class, something
0: like so, that. So 152. For $1,500, it's only 150 We don't charge $1,500, guys. But the point was to take what you charge and double it. And so if you think about Hold it, that's fucking $10 a class. Well, guess what? My rates are actually half that. So it's $5 fucking dollars a class to work with me for a whole year. That's so cheap, right? But we think about, oh my God, $700. Like we think about the bigger right. number, right. breaking it down. So Danny J had us like, take the money, double it. And then walk around saying that, so that when you say your actual price, it sounds so inexpensive.
1: Well, in that same vein, I um, she recommended a book. Um,
0: I can't wait to read this. It's Overcoming on
1: my list. called Overcoming Underearning by Barbara Stanney. and um, you know it was interesting to listen to her talk about that. I I think that uh, um, it would have been really beneficial for me uh, when I was first getting started, you know, too, because I was like, oh man, if I can only make a hundred dollars today. You know or if i can only make thirty thousand dollars a year if i can only make fifty thousand dollars a year and you know i think it's really important that like you said talk about the money side of it but also it is expensive to live in a city period so it doesn't matter which city you're in it's expensive to live in a city and you know to make 50 grand in a city you're barely paying your bills yeah you know, 50 grand seemed like so much fucking money for me.
0: Yeah. Well, you cause, know? Because, I mean, I knew what my parents made. Like my mom, I'm just going to say this because people don't know how school teachers make. My mom taught at private school. And in the 2000s, and I guess they call it the aughts. I don't really understand where that comes from. In the 2000s, she made $22,000 a year as a full-time fifth grade school teacher. What the fuck? Yeah. That is... McDonald's employees back then made more money in a year full time. Okay. So she's a college educated person who was making that. My father was making a little over 40 something at some point when I heard his salary, me getting paid fifty thousand dollars i was like i'm slaying right i'm killing it no i could barely pay my fucking bills like where i live because i lived in a city like you did and so it's like but because my mindset that seemed like that's so right. much money
1: mindset that's right. it was
0: i did not have a mindset like, that, that i was, was like, like oh my
1: gosh if i can make 75 course- i'm gonna be rich
0: yeah <laughs> yeah if you move to i don't know i don't even know where you can live for seventy five thousand 000 anymore maybe alabama i don't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh but i think but so this book it, it was interesting to hear her talk about it and and uh so you know worth worth we're going to check it out too we haven't actually checked it out but overcoming under earning by barbara Stani. Yeah. um yeah so you know she she also um talked about you know identifying her current situation and desire goals she created a plan uh saying I, i'm going to calculate all my clients figure out what i'm paying rent what I need, and then I'm going to figure out the plan. So for those of you who have worked with us in agency, that probably sounds really familiar. Uh, We obviously talk about the magic number calculator, and it really helps create that clarity for what you need to set for your rates um, to help you work backwards, just like she was talking about here, so that you can make the money that you need to make to include time off, sick days off, you know, all those kinds of things. And I just thought it was really uh aligned with what we are all about so yeah great stuff
0: yeah i'm in love tamika we love you all right loves it's super important to me that supplements i take are of the highest quality and that's why for three years i've been drinking ag1 unlike many supplement brands ag1 is constantly searching for how to do things better
1: All right. So finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic or targeted action items can we take away from your combo with Tamika Robinson? Uh, she said, if you are stressed, cry. It's okay. You're allowed. You're allowed to do it. She said, feel your feelings. Crying is perfectly acceptable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is interesting. Um, I I was never really taught this. Uh, when- I cry all the time. Yeah, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have to remind myself it's okay. <laughs>
1: All right. Okay. I'm still talking over here. So, my, so what I was never really taught this and my, um, my feeling, my feelings, I would wait, wait, wait until it became anger. And then I would feel my feelings in an explosive way. And that never benefited me, anyone else around me, none of that stuff. So, I thought it was really, uh, helpful. To just hear that, <laughs> yeah, you know, you're you're supposed to feel your feelings. That's being human. Um, and if that, you know, turns into tears, that's okay. It's allowed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm really glad that you've heard it now, and I think <laughs>
1: it uh, would have been really helpful twenty years ago.
0: <laughs> I well, but isn't that the? Tr- I think even like, ten. Well, c- can I just be honest? Girls are told not to cry, and oh, especially so do so. are not. boys do well girls can cry but not at work don't let anyone see you cry at work right and it's like if you are so passionate about something you're so frustrated it makes you cry because like the like it's okay to like have those feelings because if you shove them down um there is a really great book um i want to say it's called burnout it's by two sisters i don't know that burnout <laughs> i heard them on Brené brown's podcast but they said like that it's so important to to let
1: it is Burnout. Uh, yeah. Emily and Amelia Yes, Nagasaki.
0: Yes. So they said like sometimes in the moment, it's not appropriate to fill your no, feelings. No, Nagoski. Yeah. It's not always appropriate. So like, for example, you uh, may be walking on the street and somebody like calls out like, I'll just say, I'll, I'll do an actual example of my life. I was run I, in LA. I used to run and this guy who was dressed like a gnome, I swear to fucking God. A like, gnome? A gnome. Yes. You heard me say it. He looked like he saw the straight out of the fucking Hobbit. He had a foil little cap on and he I was braided thinking his beard. about the seven dwarves oh he maybe but like really straight out of the hobbit like kind of look like the like the bigger guy with the thing he braided his beard and it was i'd be running with my own and he'd go you're a whore what <laughs> right because he's crazy he has he has mental problems okay so he always has more problems that i have it doesn't feel good to feel be called that right so when i was out of arm's reach of him i would laugh out loud because like. If I were just to, like, shove that down and every Sunday this man would call me a whore, um, it is actually not – okay. you don't want to be called that. It doesn't feel good to be called that. There was another guy that Eric used to hear. He would, like – he was this other crazy dude on Wilshire and he would call out something. And I just started going, you know, may the Lord open. Blessed be. Like, <laughs> but I would, like, I make a that. joke about it because I had to let out – I had to have a reaction to let that out. And their whole point is like, maybe in the moment you can't let it out. Like in my case, I was in an area where I could like let like joke about it or laugh it out. But if you do have to like hold it together, because maybe someone says in a meeting and you can't say anything in the meeting, you can't cry in the meeting, then you need to actually get home, get to a pillow, scream in the pillow, like let it out. Because if you don't, if you don't feel your feelings, they bottle up and they actually do cause stress on the body and they can... Keep you from becoming the person you're meant to be in this world. So I love that. Be it action. Mine is. She said to write down a hundred things on your to do list. And I swear to God, when she said that, I was like, well, maybe you are editing this be it action item out because this is not aligned with my values. But then she said, then after the fifth thing, cross everything out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. She said, yeah, uh, she said, take the top five and cross out 95 of them. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. And I love this. Actually, I just got off a book club meeting with uh, agency members called, Do the, uh, the book was like, do the one thing or the one thing or whatever. And um, I love this because it's so true. We put all these things on our list, but really the first five things are the most pressing things because they're top of mind. The other 95, you're just like, look at me. I'm so busy. Look at me. I've got all these important things to do. So I thought That is so fun because then you can get all that shit off your head anyways. That's a brain
1: dump. Total brain dump. Such a great
0: brain dump. And then you know what your top five priorities are. Boom. Way to go. Um, It helps to underscore the importance of having clear, tangible steps and a pathway to achieving your personal goals. Um, So way to go, Tamika. You're so fun. I'm so glad that James introduced us. I'm glad you put yourself out there so that you could be on this podcast. And I'm excited for what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. It was great. We loved it. All right, i'm Les logan i'm brad kroll thank you so much for being here you all we could not have the show without you you just heard the episode 290 which means Crazy. in 10 episodes that means less than three weeks we're hitting episode three hundred holy moly um, we have an epic week of episodes for you that week because um, we got michael and broken coming back so we want to know what your favorite part of this episode was you have to actually tell us though like yeah so. yeah
1: you actually have to like so send us a dm
0: i'm gonna call you out do it i need you to either Email or DM, or if you have our phone number, whatever means of ways of you don't know, to communicate to us. with us, whatever we want to know, so we can actually continue to provide guests that you want to hear from, but also we can continue to make this podcast better. Because, yep, holy moly, episode 300. 300. Thank you so much for being here. Have an amazing day, and until next time, be it till you see it. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of The Bloom Podcast Network.
1: It's written, filmed, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll.
0: It is produced and edited by the Epic Team at Desenio.
1: Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Chofi.
0: Special thanks to Melissa Solomon for creating our visuals, and Semena Velazquez for our transcriptions. Also to
1: Angelina Herico for adding all the content to our website, and finally to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time.
0: Right, my coffee lovers, I got something for you. And I know most of you are coffee lovers, because if you're listening to this, you have lots of things you're doing and coffee is something that you are taking with you everywhere you go. In fact, I know the plaza instructors around here are taking coffee, kombucha, tea and water into every class that they take. So this one is amazing because this is pure cafe bold. They have two options for you. They've got black coffee and then they've got a caramel coffee latte, which is amazing. And here's why it's amazing, it's pre-brewed. So it comes in this amazing little packet and you can actually just take the packet in to your office, your work on a plane like we've been doing and then you pour hot water in and boom, you've got coffee. And this coffee actually has some amazing stuff. It's not just regular coffee. This coffee supports your immune system. It boosts cognitive function, increases stamina, it reduces stress and it has cordyceps.
1: And what are cordyceps, you ask? Oh, that's right. Brad's here. Nature's powerful secret energizer, a rare species of fungi, cordyceps is renowned for its invigorating properties and centuries-old use in traditional medicine, packed with essential nutrients, this natural adaptogen boosts stamina and supports overall well-being and seriously, it's actually super simple to make. Leslie and I have taken it camping. Yeah. I'll use it in the afternoon.
0: We're taking it everywhere because I'm tired of conferences and different hotels having burnt coffee. It's a
1: thousand times better than the terrible coffee that you get on an airplane. And
0: the black coffee is like,